welcome to Dirty Hank's Monoball Podcast. I'm Hank, your single nut host, coming hard and fast at you, on you and right up in you. Let's be honest, even I had money on myself pulling out of this gig faster than a whore's snatch that's not on the pill, but here I am, still banging away like it's the last fuck of my life. Who would have guessed I would have made it this far already? So here it is, episode 6 my monoballer legion. So brace your ball sacks and slut boxes because it's another story from the Hank Vault and it's pretty fucking epic. If you're a Hank groupie from way back or even if you only caught the clap from my last episode, you should know by now I've been making bad decisions for a while. So it should come as no surprise to you that I've been mastering the art of fucking up my life for many years. Young Hank set the standard from a fairly young age. I started drinking alcohol at 14, smoking cigarettes at 15, naturally progressing to drug use by 16. I was a loose cannon as soon as puberty hit, fucking whatever I could slide my cock into as I threw my V-plates out the door and my sobriety down the toilet. High as fuck and stoned off my nut most of the time, I thought I could get away with anything. Because I fucking did. In grade 12, I was 16 and banging an 18-year-old whose brother was a pot dealer. She was a pancake-titted evil bitch who fucked me so hard with a dry snatch I had carpet-burned cock for a week every time. No one liked her and I even came to blows over her with my brother at one point. But we had fun smoking pot together. And let's face it, I'm a lazy cunt and it was easy access for my pothead and carpet burnt cock. As I adjusted to the highs, I obviously began increasing the amount I was consuming as I chased the buzz and tried to dull the pain of my singed, skinned shaft. I remember one Christmas Eve, I'd consumed about six bucket bongs and started watching Aladdin. FYI, the Disney animated films make far more sense when you're off your fucking chops. So there I was, simultaneously belting out a whole new world while filling my face with any food I could get my hands on to satiate the fucking munchies, when all of a sudden I heard a noise in the other room. I staggered my way into the room and who should I see standing there but fucking Santa Claus, the fat fucker himself, ho ho hoing as he rammed Rudolph's ass from behind. A fist of fur in one hand and throwing presents under the tree with the other hand. Rudolph's nose illuminating bright red as if to signal to old Saint Nick he was about to blow his reindeer load. Rudolph held eye contact with me for what could only have been a second, but what actually felt like an eternity. I'm still unsure to this day if it was an invitation or a plea for help. Yeah, I freaked the fuck out. I yelled out to my girlfriend, shrieking like a little pussy bitch, wailing in horror at the scene I had just witnessed. I don't remember questioning why Santa was raping his red-nosed reindeer. It was more the fear that this jolly fuck was real. I ran to tell the old sandy box what was going on, but when I looked back, the slippery cunt and his sopping wet reindeer had fucked right off and disappeared. Eventually, things got to a point where I was finding that no matter how much I smoked, I just wasn't getting the same buzz. Weed was not able to cut through that image of Santa's sack slapping no matter how much shit I smoked. So I chatted to my girl's bro and he suggested I move on to something stronger. 
Sound advice from a guy whose eyeballs were permanently fixed to the back of his head, right? So I moved on to speed and LSD. Perfect. No baby steps for baby Hank. God damn that shit was good. And fucking on speed is one hell of a rush. I could bang bitches for hours all day and night. I was the energizer fuck bunny with a schlong of King fucking Kong. My dick dragon was spitting fire and tearing up pussy and there was nothing that could put that raging inferno out, baby. One night, we all went to a party at a casino. Absolutely off our fucking faces. It was a celebrity gala with D-list stars of Australian film and music. I spent the whole night talking shit with Marsha and Denny Hines, Ray Ma and Kate Ritchie. For my American listeners, don't feel bad for not knowing who the fuck they are. Most Australian listeners wish they didn't too. Now me being 16 and a perfectly straight, law-abiding citizen, my drug-fucked brain told me that I couldn't put any bets on myself, as that shit's illegal. Luckily, I had my older, flat-titted, dry-snatch witch on hand to place my bets for me. Well, fuck me. A $3 Kino bet, and I won $3,500. Of course, I celebrated with a fuck-ton more speed and alcohol, because I'm brilliant at making smart and safe decisions. I can't recall all the details of how the story ends, but I'm sure it involved my cock red raw and me lying naked in a bathtub with a joint up my ass. But the point is, from that night on, I never saw that dirty Santa fucking his reindeer again. If this was success, I began to imagine how much more of my potential was untapped and just waiting to be unleashed. My moment of truth came when I was sitting at Pancake Tit's place and I was offered a needle of speed. I tourniqueted my arm and had the needle sitting, ready to hit my vein. Something stopped me. Was it the thought that I could lose all control and wind up fucking reindeer too? I don't really know what it was, but I chose not to do it. I made a decision then to clean myself up and just go back to the sweet, warm embrace of the wacky tobacco and munchy madness. I dumped the dry snatch dead root soon after that, as I found a much hotter chick with bigger tits and a wetter vag to fuck around with, and had made friends with a mega pothead. So she served no further use to me. Roger, the pothead was the drummer of the band I was in with Dave from Man Brain Podcast that I've spoken about in my Origins episodes. Dave used to get so angry because Roger would be constantly going on smoke breaks and couldn't keep the beat when he was high. I was back then, and still am now, on board for anything that fucks Dave off. So I jumped on that bandwagon faster than Stone Hank on month-old cum-soaked barbecue chips from under the couch cushions. Roger the drummer was a loose cannon. At school his nickname was Tapper, as apparently one time he was dared to shove a bath tap up his ass, And well, he did. One time Tapper and I were desperate for a smoke and his usual dealer wouldn't answer his phone. So we drove to a town one hour west of Brisbane where his old dealer lived on a farm with his parents. We had rung him a couple of times on our way and he wouldn't answer. When he did call back, we were already at the house. He said he had gone away for the weekend with his parents. So here's me thinking, fuck, we've driven all this way for nothing. Well, Tapper had different ideas. He said he knew where in the bloke's bedroom he kept his stash. As I've said, I was a loose cannon and well, Rog had shoved a tap up his ass because he was told to. So of course we broke into the guy's house and raided his fucking stash. 
There was enough grass in there to keep us flying for fucking weeks. I'd like to say that between the two of us, we formed at least half a brain and were stealth enough to only take what we needed so as to not get sprung. But no, we took the fucking lot. Taught the little fucker a lesson in how to better store your stock as a dealer. Why you shouldn't let guys who shove taps up their ass know where you keep your shit and the dealers shouldn't vacation with their fucking parents. When I was 22, I moved to the UK for a few years. I drank like a fucking fish there and got hella fat. I fucked a lot of UK and Irish pussy though, despite my portly appearance. I'd managed to nail the whores with my good old-fashioned chubby charm, huge cock and lacing their cocktails with sedatives. One crazy night in London at a house party, someone offered me cocaine. Great idea. Of course, it would be rude to say no. Holy shit, this was the greatest drug and high I had ever felt in my life. I was fucking Superman. I followed a hot little whore bag I'd been eyeing off all night upstairs, when she suddenly turned around and started screaming at me to get the fuck away from her. I was most surprised by this because they don't normally start yelling at me until they wake up to find me on top of them. But I hadn't even touched her yet, let alone ripped her open with my king fucking Kong schlong. Well, a bestie, who happened to be the one whose party it was, came barreling up the stairs and screaming at me to get the fuck out of the house. So there I was, in the middle of London, off my chops, high as a fucking kite at 4am in the morning, raging boner and no bitch to slay my dick dragon. What else for the superhero Hankinator to do than go to a strip club? I ended up in a really seedy club in Soho, pouring my heart out to a Russian stripper whose English was as broken as my dick after she rode me to Kingdom Come in a sticky toilet stall. I had her bent over the toilet seat, her head almost in the bowl at one point, and I can't quite remember, but I think I heard a faint jingle of bells. Shaking it from my head, I powered on and blew my load all up in that white Russian ass. I grabbed her by the hair, pulling her head out of the toilet bowl. For a split second, I saw a red glow reflect off the toilet stall. I blinked rapidly, my heart stopping for just a second. Santa? My babushka doll scream snapped me back to reality, and I was out of her and that toilet faster than a jolly fat man flying around the world in one night. Since those days, I've dabbled in a little merry a few times, but nothing stronger. I'm keeping my bitches more basic these days. It's all I can really afford, financially and mentally. Shout out to Spunk Lube. I wish they'd been around back then, as it would have saved my frenulum. And shout out to Eli from the Not So Crazy podcast of Blizzard the Wizard and Eli for his 100% commitment to the Monoball Legion. Go to hanksmonoballpodcast.com for all the links to my episodes on iTunes, Podbean, SoundCloud and other useless platforms. Go to my Facebook page, Hanks Monoball Podcast. Thumb it, hate it, troll it. Add me and troll me on Twitter at HankEvans1969 and on Instagram, MattMcGregor69. So until next time, newest show, same direction, but no new ball. Hank out.